Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Real quick before we start the show, just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to patreon.com slash analog talk and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Chris. I'm Tim. And today on the show, we have Courtney Coles. Hi, Courtney. Hey. Hi. <laughs> I like people can see me. Hi. Well, thank you so much for joining. I Like I mentioned before, I'm a fan of you and your work, so this is awesome that you're joining us. For those who may not know who you are, do you mind giving them a background on who you are and how you got into photography? Do we want the like long version? Oh, or, like, bring the short it. And cute? Bring oh, it. Long version. Bring it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can talk forever. Good, good. My name is Courtney Coles. I am a photographer born and raised in Los Angeles, uh, the San Fernando Valley, Silmar. You know, mm. people really know where that's at. Uh, <laughs> I have two degrees. I have a BFA in photo from PNCA in Portland and my master's uh, from CalArts. And I graduated two years ago, which feels weird to say because 2020 happened mm-hmm. to all of us. So last year feels like 2019, but it totally yeah. wasn't. Seriously. <laughs> Took like 10 years off our life. Yeah. Really yeah it's great. We're all fine. We're all living here. <laughs> um, I have... Up until recently, I've been doing the dance of like, I do this, and then my personal life, I do that. Mm-hmm. But it's, we're owning our shit now. So, yeah. photographer, yeah. I work in music sometimes. Also do a few freelance stuff for Wall Street Journal. But my actual work work with the capital W mm. is surrounded about surrounded around um, my family, myself, my mom, my friends. And yeah, that's that wasn't very long, but like, you know, it was long in my head. <laughs> what I do. What I do. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you're not, there's, we've had guests who, who've gone to like, well, like, I went to photography school, so it was a 10 month program. And like having mm-hmm. like a BFA, I'm like kind of jealous I like didn't go that <laughs> route yeah, because yeah. 
it was just su- such a fast program that I was like, I wish mm-hmm. it was like like drawn out a little bit longer and we learned more history and stuff like that. Um, did you get in the dark room and in, in that and obviously in like in college or I did. Yeah. So I my like actual like background backgrounds mm. in journalism. And so I started off as a writer, like as a young bub little pup mm-hmm. and my her high school teacher mentioned you should go to Pierce College because they have the best um, newspaper slash media arts program uh, in LA wow. and I thought if I'm going to take this serious I might as well go to the best community right. college like why right. go to Mission like Mission College is a good school but they didn't have a newspaper so my thought process was why walk to school like just drive across the valley mm. <laughs> and yeah. do that and so I did uh, the newspaper and magazine for a split second and then I realized writing I did love it but I was like I want to take pictures yes. like, yeah. what I actually do right. and so I did the newspaper I did the magazine I did uh, I was also music director for our college radio station which my friend brought back and I had no idea she was like my me for ideas like bring music she just asked for like oh local bands and i thought well here's a list of unsigned mm. bands little did i know that was like her test of like oh no you're the actual music <laughs> 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 have at it kid and i'm like i'm 19 i don't know what i'm doing like this is nah. yeah and so that was uh my time like you know my time uh at pierce and i chose it also you know because uh they had a dark room and i thought i'm already taking pictures i really want to learn how to properly mm-hmm. handle my film and like do it the right way i got there and apparently the semester before i started they got rid of the dark room oh. like all their <laughs> like oh. all their materials and i'm just like cool i guess i'll learn digital too but i didn't have the money like, i spent all my money like my first paid paycheck to get a 35 million yeah. camera and i'm like no i'm learning film it's i'm gonna do it and so I, when it came to look for schools, I was drawn to CalArts uh, early on. And I thought, like, I would love to just go to CalArts as a dream school, but then found PNCA and they had a dark room. And I thought, okay, this is my time to shine. I want to go to Portland. Yeah. <laughs> I want to learn how to do this. And it was my second year when I was able to take, like, my like, uh, beginning photo classes and stuff. And I was so terrible at printing, <laughs> but it was totally okay. I remember my final, I went through an entire box of paper just trying to print one image. <laughs> and I was so frustrated. My mom was like, listen, you this is your first time in the dark room. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. If you don't get it right. You're not perfect. And I'm like, you're saying all the wrong things. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know Shut say. up, mom. I am the best at what I do. How dare you tell me to work hard? It's okay. <laughs> But I've never printed color, and I knew that CalArts had a color dark room. And so when it came to choosing grad schools, I was like, I already know how to handle yeah. digital printing. Let me actually make my thesis with my film camera and also, like, get in the dark. Never step foot in the dark uh. room. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sad for the two years I spent there when I could have easily done it. It was just... I outsource my printing, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. But the whole like thought process of like color, it's color dark room. We're doing it. No, I mean it's it's we've we've uh, had guests past guests who talk about it. it's like a serious thing to be in a color dark room. Like yeah, it's I no don't joke. know if I could do it either. It's so serious. Yeah, and like I remember hearing from friends who did print in color and went to, you know digital and everything that to properly handle what you're doing in Photoshop and Lightroom, you must have an idea of how to do it in the dark room. Like you, it's hard to go backwards. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to learn this, and it just never, yeah, came. <laughs> like never came. And now I'm like, it's too late. It's fine. 
I think a lot of photographers don't do their own printing. You know, there's people who are like printers, you know, so. Oh, that's a different part of your brain. For I sure. I totally respect everyone who knows how to do it from A to Z. Yeah. Like, I know a, B, F, and Y, but like, I don't know right. the entire spectrum of, like, I know what I want. I know how to say it, but to actually do it, I've given up control yeah. of like, yeah. I must be the person to touch all the, no, mm. I just outsource. Dude, there's, I mean, there's, there's absolutely no shame in that. Cause I mean, some of the greats and legends of this mm-hmm. thing had printers, you know, they, right. they had yeah. people that, and that, I mean, uh, I've said it a million times on this show. I'm that stubborn person that needs, needs to take it from <laughs> point A to point B to point C, you know? Yeah. And I, I just think of that like, I would love to just have the courage to hand my stuff off to somebody and be like, take care of it, you know? And <laughs> It takes a lot. Of, it's a lot because a lot, all my prints that I do have are from Richard Photo mm-hmm. Lab, which is like a local or I guess local adjacent, but it was local to CalArts. And so I would send myself to the dark room, which is where I send my film since 08, since I started, I guess started. <laughs> um, and they outsourced their larger prints to Richard and when I got those actual like thesis prints, oh, I actually cried. Yeah, Rafael yeah. Was there. He, he like saw it. He's like, "No, sacred tears from when the work is on the wall." Yeah. I'm like, "No, these are beautiful. <laughs> you don't get it." <laughs> now the has been inked until now. Like it hasn't been real, real prints. But I mean, I've had real prints since the PNCA. But something about having your stuff on actual like I don't know printer paper. Mm-hmm. It's just like Jesus Christ. I forgot that feeling of. That. Even it when is. it's like small, like small prints, oh, you yeah. know, like anytime we forget that it's like a photography is meant to be a tangible thing. It's a tangible thing. And like, that's the thing that I forgot about until I had my first studio visit, uh, first semester at CalArts. It was with Hank Willis Thomas and he like, just, I was nervous because I'm just like, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> he's like standing in my studio, <laughs> standing in my studio, which I, you know, use in his office. I didn't make work in the studio. I just went there to like, edit and like all that yeah and so he just walks in and is asking me like you know point blank who you are what work you do and i'm just like no nah, <laughs> I'm, I'm from here it's the and so after like spending time in my studio he said you know your work is very tangible like Ooh. it's very personal you take so much time and care and doing it but like everything's just like it's digital like you have your phone you have your laptop but yeah this is like your office space your thinking space what would it look like if you just got rid of all that? I'm like, got rid of what? Whoa. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you just got rid of your cell phone, your like laptop, your email, your texting, you know, internet for a week to really get into the space that you've been making your work in because like you have your test prints on the wall, but like you're not actually making things with your hands. And I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> logging off for a week. What? Oh, wow. But then like that, like logging off for a week did bring me back to the space where I used to be of, I'm making my shitty test prints. I'm actually spending time with this work and really thinking about why film and not digital because I use both, but like for my work work, yeah. it's all film. And so it's like, if I'm going to use film, I need to actually really be in that space and like be tangible. And then I should have used the dark room that week, but didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a great time to go like, I'm going back to my roots. But I learned early on that, no, if I, I didn't want to be that, you know, crying 22 year old in the dark room, like I can't do it. <laughs> I was already crying with my thesis. I need to cry more. <laughs> so it was that whole space of, okay, I'm going to like log off everything, really get in that headspace of like getting back to wow. the tangibleness of it all. So I have a bunch of test prints that I still love and have and 
So thanks, Hank, for. <laughs> I mean, log off. Do your thing. Yeah, I was <laughs> like that. That that is just like such a like an amazing idea to just mm-hmm. be like, I'm going to be with my art for a week. I'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> BRB. Like yes. grad school is that serious. I heard that as an undergrad. If you do grad school, the best time to do it is before you have kids, yeah. before you get married. And I'm like, I'm single. I have no kids. Right. Let's do grad <laughs> school. Right. And then I dipped out for two years. I'm so sorry, friends. I'm back now. Let's party. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Dude, that's, that's so important though. Mm-hmm. Like logging off is, I, I, oh, yeah. I've been doing that recently. I'd say since about Christmas, I kind of just checked out of the internet and I've been, and it kind of, you know, I miss out on things. I'll get a text from Chris, you know, <laughs> Oh, did you see that? Or did you see this? Or my mom's like, did you see that? And I'm yeah. like, I haven't gone on no. in so yeah. long. And like, but I'll tell you what, with work and with trying to start new hobbies and just being like a like a person that's involved in things, you know, family and starting a new job and my photography and music mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like, it's so hard when you have a phone in your hand. And even when you don't think you're on it all the time, like you are literally mm-hmm. on it all the time. I mean, yeah. it's just all the, all the time. And you're hyper aware of it. And I become like, why am I on this? Yeah, thing? yeah. I need to... Go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop. I, I used to read books. I used to read like at least a book a month. Same. And I like haven't been able to like focus on a book. Really? I have like eight books in rotation. I need to, f- I can't zone. Yeah, it's terrible. I have photo books, but like book books, yeah. I can't, I don't know how to actually focus. I feel yeah. like. <laughs> me too. This is like I... giving me ideas. Like I might need to just like, like. Yeah. For like a solid, even like four or so days. Yeah. Like, I tried limiting my time on like different like uh, platforms, but. I need to really just zone in like, okay, for a solid week core, just like log off and like log on maybe like an hour tops, but like pick and choose. Yeah. So it's like five minutes yeah. because if no one's texting you something important, there's no point to actually be like, I'm zoning out on Twitter. It's like, no, don't yeah. do that. Don't. And I'm, I'm just like, we're talking about like in, in like relation to your art. I'm just like super curious to like, even not just for myself, if anybody listening does that and like, you know, yeah. reports back, like I took a week off and I shot, whatever number rolls of film and I've made the best work in a long time. Like, it's just, I feel like that's so important, you know? It's so important because I'm forever inspired by the most random things I've seen online and then that inspiration, like, <laughs> That's true, yeah. It's just like, oh man, I, wish I went outside and did this and becomes like a whole uh-huh. like, self-loathing right. thing. So it's like, once I feel that going, it's like, all right, kid, yeah, yeah. off the <laughs> yeah. internet. Like, time to really just like watch some shit's Creek, you know, <laughs> yeah. beat yourself up over things. But I think, yeah, that was like probably, I mean, I've gotten a lot of great advice, from, you know, grad school, but that, I think that stopped me from having the biggest breakdown because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. And then it yeah. became like a, you know what you're doing. It's on the wall. Right. Like, wow. Make Like how to make this deeper than what you're currently doing. And so he like mentioned collage work, which I have kind of thought of doing, but I haven't done yet. Mm. But it's just a whole thing of like tangible. What do you, what do you mean? Like I have prints on the wall. And yeah. he's like, no, more. <laughs> Log off. Do more. Oh, I just, I love that. I, that yeah. just, I want to like hit stop. Can we do this like later? I'm really in the mood to do something right now. So yeah. 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 I gotta go. Yeah. I have to leave. See you guys. <laughs> so, Courtney, when you mentioned you, you shoot digital for, you do digital for work as well. Do you, are you, cause I've tried to like make the switch. Are you, are, do you do that for like the convenience or do you, would you like to be shooting more film with these like, you know, it freelance gigs that you get or what's that? I would love to use film for some of the freelance stuff I get. But also 
most of what I get is so quick yeah. and I understand why they respect the, you know, digital, here we are. Yeah. But yeah. I think when it comes to like long-term projects, I will love it if like an editor or a publication just gives me the freedom and the budget. Yeah. <laughs> it's like use uh, our phone because I've tried for so many years, like so many years to mix the two. Right. Because I guess... Me as a person, I don't really care about the camera per se. It's more like what fits for the moment right. and what fits for the thing I'm Dude, photographing. Definitely, yeah. Sometimes it's my phone. Sometimes right. it's the iPhone. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, my like 35, whatever will fit in this. But in this moment, like it's better to have my phone documenting this than like my Mamiya right. or something. But I will love it if like Wall Street was like, you know, we had this long-term thing. Do you want to just have that? It's like, yes, I would love to <laughs> That's the dream. and do a thing. And here we go. But I respect that. Well, actually, I, the the reason why I do use digital is because in my first photo class, the teacher mentioned it's important to know how to use, you know, all formats mm-hmm. because you never know who's going to ask you to, like, do what. Right. And yeah. it's okay to have a preference, but, like, the money goes where, right. it's, where it's at. Right. And I'm just like, film forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not my mom. Yeah. And then I realized, no, that's actually great to know how to do both because if you learn, I mean, I start off on film, but if you, like, start off on film, it's the transformation or the... What's the word? The uh, do do Oh my gosh, my I, brain is yeah, not I, it now, um, The bridge, yeah, the bridge, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> bridge to digital is like easy to cross because you're not like going backwards of like how do I meet her? How do I do right. this? Like you know what you're doing. And so I took it to kind of still stubborn, but you know, took it to heart of like, all right, if I really want to get hired for stuff. Yes, prefer film, but also still know digital in the event that my film should fog or like camera breaks or what have you. And so I've been so thankful and able to like, when I do get those calls of, I know your website says use film, but like, this is a quick turnaround. It's due Monday. Can you? I'm like, yes, I yeah. yeah, I have yeah. a mark for yeah. I can yeah. do this. Yeah. Like, it's, everything's great. Most of what you've seen that's like in the commission part, it's digital. We're good to go. And you're like, okay, one day we'll give you the opportunity to use yeah, film. Yeah, until then. You gotta start playing that seed now, I think. Just feel yeah. like, <laughs> like, anyone who wants to spend some time, I got, I got the energy. I can totally do it. Call me. <laughs> I think thankfully a lot of things are kind of going that way. I mean, I don't know personally because my like I don't have my toe dipped in like doing that kind of stuff. But Mm -hmm. I just you know, you hear so much about it. And I feel like film has just become so popular again that it's nice to watch the full circle. come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beginning of like the digital thing because it's 2007 about my first camera. And then it's like watch digital become like because I think. The Mark II had just come out, and like everyone was using it because it's oh, like yeah. the best camera that like emulated film. And I was like, "That's wonderful," but I don't have like that much money. Yeah, yeah for real, <laughs> we're fine. Yeah. and so it's like watch it do the full lap around. Like we're back to like having our terrible point shoots and like all of that. I'm like, "Yes, this is amazing." We're back at the beginning. <laughs> now we all know, like you know, we all did the race and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's great that it's there, but it's also. Right, publications who wants to give people actual money yeah. to right. make the work they're like pitching and stuff. So I'm waiting for that to come throwing out in the universe somewhere. I feel anyone. like I feel like it's we've talked to a few few of our, our guests and it, it's like starting to like I think people are like wanting for like like hiring you for you and then you you mm-hmm. say, Well, this is part of it. You know, and they're like, fine, like, what's the budget? You know, because it's like speaking for itself, you know? Yeah. Like, we want that. Whatever you do, 
Yes. Here you He's go. like, what? Whoa, cool. Like, actually, c- can't do it on digital. So <laughs> numbers. What are numbers? Yeah. I was expecting you to say no. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Come back to me tomorrow. Like, I'll have a better idea <laughs> of what the budget is. Let me look on B and H real quick. Let's see how much uh, all this film is. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, especially with the prices going bananas these days. It's so weird. I know. <laughs> It's so wild, but also I love it. Yeah, I love oh. Kodak so much. Like I'll, I'll go. They, they can charge like twenty bucks a roll, and I'll probably make it. That's work what somehow. I said. Yeah, I, I say that I, all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but my my <laughs> analogy is like. When people are like, you know, gas is expensive. It's like, well, I still got to get gas. It's like, yeah, I, I still go got to go to work. Yeah, I still got to shoot. I should still got to shoot film. So I'm just gonna. It's like not even a want an actual necessity. Yeah. So it's like it's one of those things where you budget for it. It stinks how you have to raise it up. Yeah. But also, gas has been raising so much <laughs> since I've been driving, and I still am filling up my dumb tank. Yeah. Every- I don't even look <laughs> anymore. I don't even look. I'm just like, here we go. I'm like, here we go. Here we-. I'm like, oh man, 45, whatever. Like, you know, go back to 40. Like, I'm fine. I guess there's no coffee today. It's everything's good. Exactly. Yeah, it works out. I know you you're a co-founder of a collective. Can you tell us a little bit about yes. that? We'd love to hear that story. So I can't believe I left it on my own intro. Like how dare, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> how dare I do that? So usually the first thing I say is like Mom garbage, here we go. Um, <laughs> so I co-founded To the Front, which is a traveling or was traveling until COVID happened traveling art show with women and non-binary artists working in uh, photography, photography, well, working in music. And the first iteration of the shows uh, featured just photographers. Mm. And then we grew to illustrators and directors and chain stitchers and just pretty much all the talent behind the scenes. And before COVID, we had shows in LA, New York, Toronto, Nashville, Boston, back in LA again. Wow. And it was, it like started off with my friend Erica and I just like, let's just like do a thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the I best was in way to show, start something. Yeah. Because we're like, why are we waiting around for others to choose us? And so it was lovely because I was at a, I was in a show uh, for women of color, mm. in, like just an open art show, like not just photography, it's like, you know, all visual art. And the curators, um, I believe one of them, or maybe both of them, I think one of them, she was in a show like in LA a few months prior. And she, I think she was either the only one or one of the only non-white women, women mm. in the show. And she was like, we're in fucking LA. Like, can I curse? I'm sorry. I just like, oh, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. All right. Not the FCC coming after me, but <laughs> 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 like we're in LA. Like, what do you mean? Like, you can't find other like that makes no sense. Yeah. She, her thing was, why wait for someone to like choose more of us when I can just put out a call right. and like do it? Damn. And she like made a thing in Facebook, and I've always dropped my name and those things. Never got a call back, but that was the first time someone did respond. I was like, oh whoa, you actually want my work in your show? Yeah. Hell yeah. And so Eric was at that show, and prior to her asking me, I had been thinking of, like, this is beautiful, I wish I could do this in music, but I just don't know where to start or who to ask. And so when Erica was like, do you want to do something like this? I was like, fuck yes. Yes, yes. sign yes. me Let up, me please, 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 I'm already Stop here. Yeah. yeah. I'm done, where do we go? And so she was like, let's ask, you know, our friend Carly and Danny, like, just find a place and do it. And um, we had our first show the following month in L.A., and we had no idea anyone would show up because we just like, let's just take our work off the internet yeah. and then print it and then put it on the wall and then go home. <laughs> and then we couldn't go home because 
There's a lot of humans there. That's amazing. I love that. Oh my God. There are so many people here. Like, why are you here on a Wednesday? (laughs) But we didn't think it would grow because we just saw like the one time, one hit wonder thing. And then it just grew to like over 50 artists. And it's the one thing that even to this day, like we've done so many interviews and so much has happened in like last four or so Mm -hmm. years. I'm still in shock that like people care like people give a shit because at, at like that show started because or that first show existed because we were both so sad and so heartbroken that we weren't getting the gigs we were asking mm-hmm. for we mm-hmm. weren't even like no one cared and we we're like i guess coffee forever whatever mm-hmm. like we'll just make our dumb art but it became a thing that from that heartbrokenness we like made a thing because we were like i'm not gonna wait for someone to choose me mm-hmm. and so we chose ourselves and then we still choose ourselves mm. and people are choosing us mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, this is so weird to have people backing us. Dude, like, Thank you, but also, oh my God. So yeah. I feel like it, it's because we're ready for other kinds of artists. I feel like, you know, it's like, I know I'm ready. <laughs> like, yeah, same, <laughs> I, same. I think a lot of us are ready for, for just exactly what you guys did. So I think that's wonderful. And I'm glad it was so successful as it should be. And I uh, hope you guys, you. you know, continue success with what you guys, whatever you guys do in the future, because that's just wonderful. Oh, thank you. I hope so, too. It's like the one shining light in, like, all this darkness. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the one thing I'm like, at the end of the day, like, everything sucks, but everything we're doing with to define is just so, it's exactly what I wanted when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, it's the one thing I, like, wished existed, but didn't know how to say. Right. I wish that right. existed until it became a thing. So the fact that younger photographers and artists are, like, looking at other artists in the collective as like, I like this person's art. I'm like, oh my gosh, you found this person's art because you probably Googled so-and-so. Yeah. (laughs) Like you found like a list of humans, but it's been so rewarding in like the most amazing way. When you say show, what what do your shows like entail? Like, what are you guys doing? Is there music involved and stuff? Like, are you, or is it, do you just hang and work or what? All the above. All the above. Okay, cool. Everything but the, I think the first two shows like LA and New York, I think they were just art. No, it was just LA. So LA, everything but LA has or had art on the walls. And then a local artist, you know, who have like a friend of like someone yeah, that yeah. will play. And everything is free. Like we, you know, of course there's donations and stuff. And if you wanted to buy art, all that went towards like, you know, future shows mm-hmm. and or we'd raise money um, for local uh, charities because like we're in your city. Like why would we just take up space and not? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's great. Uh, So we've like, no one's made actual money (laughs) from the shows. It's gone back to uh, the um, communities, but yeah, we hang our show shows. Well, we hang our art (laughs) in venues such as like coffee shops or uh, actual uh, galleries and reached a place or reached a moment where, Erica asked, like, is it still DIY if we, like, get an actual gallery? I'm like, yeah, because we don't have managers, and we're doing it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So, like, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so pumped. We're doing it on our own. And so it was that whole thing where she would have an idea and then, like, want to, want, you know, bounce back on me of, like, is this still within our, you know, ethos? I'm like, oh, hell yeah, it's totally fine. And so I was, like, the one, like, person with her tiny pinky toe in the art world, like, yeah, that's such a, it's so punk, it's so amazing, like, but we also have to use frames. We use, like, thumbtacks or oh yeah yeah yeah. that's such a good look yeah it's for me it's just like everything i want to do in the art world but like don't have the spoons like actually go against it but to like walk in the group of like other punks like all right we're here for the night yeah (laughs) (laughs) let's let's do it 
So it's been like better with your friends than it is like alone. Be like, hi guys, I'm here to fuck shit. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell all of us no. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that thing. Man, I miss I miss going to art shows and just yeah. just like events like that. Ugh, what are you? Yeah. What? How are you? I mean, obviously the pandemic put it on pause, but like with the vaccines and everything, are you guys like starting to like pull your feelers, feelers out? Yeah. I think currently because we're well, we we're doing and then we have a tiny pause. We are doing a Twitch streams mm. where we talk to like, oh, people cool. in the collective and like have them share their art and like kind of like the nerdy art thing of like here's how i got into art and here's you know what i do um right now we're doing uh like a monthly photo i mean a contest it's just more like a photo thing to get you make right again because like we're all homes we're on the internet yeah. like why not right. do something um but i do know that it's something we want to do so like get back going and doing more shows and how can we make them more inclusive and how can we add more artists while still honoring those who are still in the, you know, spaces and stuff. And there's no actual process behind like picking artists. It's always just like a, all right, existing humans, we're going to be in blank city. Right. Who do you know in the city? And we asked those like six people, <laughs> like six wow. people if they want to like join the massive party. But a lot of it is just definitely just like space and also resources and all that. So hopefully with like the Fauci Alchi yeah, 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 everybody, yeah. we can all just like really be in the same space and just like hug again and like mm. talk about music and art and not just be in front of a screen. I know. A screen. But yeah. Do you would you were you traveling every time too, or would you go to every show? Yeah. Oh cool. Oh. Yeah. It was the thing where I because the second or the, I think it was the third show, it was in Toronto and that was my first semester in grad school and I had told literally everyone, hey guys I got out of grad school. I'm dipping out for two years. Yeah. Don't call yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't realize. I'm like, but wait, I kind of still want to do this, but I also can't miss school because I made a commitment. Right. Yeah. And I tried so hard to like travel all my days off of school. And it became a thing where I don't know if it slipped up or if it like was just the tickets were cheaper. I told one of my teachers, like, hey, yeah, so I'm kind of like co-founded this collective and like we're doing the show in Toronto. <laughs> it's like on this day. It's okay that I miss your class. Like I just don't want to not be here. And he was like, oh my God, yeah. miss more than yeah. that. Come back on Wednesday, yeah. like blah, blah, whatever. And I'm like, let me go ask my mentor. He's also like, you know, the chair and blah, blah, whatever. And also the dean. And they're both just like, go. Like, do you know, not know what you're doing? Like, <laughs> people go to school to do what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, all day. yeah, so, yeah. Like, go do your thing. And so that, me being afraid to tell my mentors yeah. what was happening outside of school made me laugh a little bit. Because it's just like, you silly person. You could have easily just avoided all that by being like, hi, yes, yeah, so I work in music, kind yeah. of. But also, like, I love art. And I'm going to do an art show in another country. Got it. Uh, gotta go so um yeah i traveled every one of them and each show that was during school hours i let teachers know you know what's happening and i'm like i'm sorry i'm missing crit but also this is a thing yeah. that i've like poured my heart and soul out into and i would feel so terrible to like dip like miss right. it and so grad school is a lot of me spending half my time working music stuff and also like late nights in the studio and just wow making the both kiss but they wouldn't kiss so it's like <laughs> such a hard thing of like <laughs> making it work <laughs> It did though, but that's amazing yeah. though. Like that, that's uh, I mean, I've, I've talked about it a million times on the show of like, I've always wanted to do that. Like have a little spot kind of like Carson Lancaster. Yeah. When we had him Lancaster. Like he has the book and job gallery, like just like a spot where you can 
you know, throw a band in the corner, throw, bring mm-hmm. a couple artists uh, in, you know, have yes. somebody painting there and yeah. there's some, I love that. you know, I, that's just like my, my dream, man, to do yeah. that. I want to do that so bad. Cause I used to put on like, you know, punk shows back in the day. That's what we did. We used to, you know, rent out fire halls and have <laughs> awesome bands come in, you know, and it, it, it's just, I miss that. I miss that. And that's not something you have to let go of when you grow up. I don't know why we always so, feel yeah. like yeah. we have to like, Put our tie on and be a professional. Yeah, I'm come sorry, on. I'm not. I'm a big kid. No, dude. Right. I'm not professional. Right. <laughs> no, I can't wait. I just can't wait. I'm gonna stop saying yeah. I can't wait till the pandemic's over because this. I mean, whatever. Uh, it, it's gonna be a forever yeah, thing. It's, but it's, I, it's, I just I can't wait for us to reach a place where it's safer safe, to be exactly. in spaces together because I'll still be wearing my mask at parties and for, shit. For real, yeah, yeah. I had a whole year where I wasn't sick, and I'm like, whoa, who knew that being yeah. with humans <laughs> made me sick? So if I just wear a mask in public, I won't get yep. sick, and it'll be so great. So true. Yeah, I definitely think that's that's going to change for a lot of people. I think a lot. I think it's going to be a thing because I know some people that say that you know they're just going to keep wearing a mask forever, just because it's te- it's terrifying now to think of how. Oh shit! Why am I even talking about this again? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I just be careful. Yeah, I got down it's, that it's hole. It always happens. I'm like, oh man, we're talking about yeah. bunnies. I'm talking about pandemic. It's fine. It's just, I mean, it's such a, like, what a thing to live through. We're going to be talking about this shit for yeah. years, mm-hmm. years. It's a, it's a traumatic ass yeah. thing. And like, there's been like no proper grieving. So I mm-hmm. feel like we're all trying to grieve, but also live currently. And like all this, just, like our brains, like, right. no, 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 we have to honor yeah. this thing that's happening and like name it and like claim right. it or whatever. But our, we're like, but we got to go to work. So it's like the whole dance of like yeah it's fine i mean i know how tragic it's been it's been very tragic but i think so many blessings have come out of this time like Mm -hmm. just so much has come out like i feel like the community's so strong i feel like you know just like you doing what you're doing and and just like there's just so much back people now like do you remember when people were bitching about six hundred dollars the stimulus where they're like i cannot believe they're giving people six hundred dollars and it's like (laughs) That was such a livable a wage, you mean? Thing. Like, <laughs> I'm like, that's literally nothing. That's, that's quite literally nothing. Yeah. Like, I was like, if you don't want it, I'll right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know how much film that I could so, buy? Yeah, for I real. I need that so badly. Like, if you, I'll take it. Venmo's right here. Just <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> Man, yeah, just yeah. a crazy. Sorry, I didn't mean to go on my pandemic tangent for this episode, <laughs> but. Uh, I started off like in a high place. Like I was just like, this is kind of good for everybody. We can all kind of focus on things that we love. And, and, and then like the sadness hit. Mm. And then I was like, fuck, oh, no. now it's time to live again. I'm like ready yeah. to go. I'm ready to, you know, I'm doing it all. We have the, have the camera meetups, the photo Dude, I'm walks. doing it all. Like oh, I am not for... saying no to right. anything ever again. I'm saying yes to all the things. Mm-hmm. And if I can't physically go because I'm so tired, then I'll be like so sorry to bail. But like, yeah. <laughs> I'm at zero. Yeah. I, can't, yeah. I cannot leave. But I'll see you at the next Tomorrow, one. Though. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. We're doing it. So how are you liking that G1 that you just acquired, by the way? Oh, my God. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like right there. And Yay. I'm three rows deep. And it's my dream camera. Like, I didn't... I don't know why I put off getting a rangefinder. Mm. Because I think it's because I'm so... Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Not the kind of person that gets a camera for the sake of getting a camera. Like I have to figure out where this fits in my life yeah. and like what this can do. And I totally blame art school for that. But I think it's also just me being a stubborn Virgo. It's like, <laughs> do I really need this? I know I want it, but like, will I actually use it more than once? If the answer is no, then it goes back on a wish list. Mm. So I'm actually like dreaming about it and being obsessive over like I need this thing. I mean, look at my digital camera. Like, I put off getting one until I knew I actually like really needed yeah. it. Yeah, like, oh, man, I don't want to spend this money, but also I'm gonna use yeah. it, so might as yeah. well get it. But the G1 is so amazing and just so wow, what a dream come true! What a nice newer version of like my 35. I have K2, so it's just like that's my first camera I bought. That's like a 14, 15 year old camera that just like wait, what do you have? Did his thing a, t- a Canon Rebel K2. Oh yeah, that's a. I mean those like, those are they'll last you forever. Forever, <laughs> like, and I've had that baby since I was eighteen, and it's gotten me through so much. Lover, but also sometimes too big. It's right? Like, I don't want this because people ask you too many questions, right. and I did not. Don't talk. Yeah, to me. yeah, me, yeah. Let me do do the art. Let me do the Let work. Let me do my yeah. thing. And uh, having the yeah, if I like once I get back on sets and stuff, it'd be great to have like the G one on me and like not have to worry about like people asking about the Mamiya. I mean, it's great that. The old heads are like, oh my gosh, that a me. I'm like, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, let's talk about this. And they go off and like, oh man, I wish I could use it on set, but like these jobs are so yeah, fast, yeah. Blah, blah, yeah. whatever. But like that's good you're using that. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. But I just can't wait to like blend in the background. No one talks mm-hmm. to me. And I just go in and out and like move. But so good. I'm glad I found a good home. Camera. Yeah, Contacts has it going on. I mean, they really got it right back in the day with. Oh God. They're just like luxury vehicles, you know what I mean? It's Liter- like literally. I mean, I'm not a car literally. person, no, so but that's I, like, I, but I, I, that's the the perfect analogy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like because you always hear it's like, yeah, doctors own those cameras, and it's the same with Leicas and stuff too. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like yeah. always the 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 people that had the means to do it have them, and I and I understand why because I mean, I have a TVS, I have the little point and shoot contacts tvs and it it just feels amazing to use it's It's so white and like it just feels so right Mm -hmm. and it's just i get the hype now it's like i don't get it i get the hype and i'm like oh dang it i hate i hate being that person like oh man i did it for so long and now i'm that person (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah no it's a great camera it's so good so good love her so would you you consider yourself more of like a a medium format photographer i know you do a lot of work 120 yeah mamiya is my go-to baby i didn't know there was like a war between like mamiya and house of boss because i'm like whatever works it's a thing but like mamiya was like my chosen one mainly because of lauren dukoff who's a photographer who started off in music and i was like a young bub and uh, she was mentored by Autumn DeWild, who I think used the contacts. So, like, in my brand, I'm like, all right, medium format, gotta find my Mia. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, my first friend in college, we, like, nerded out over, like, our mutual love of musicians. And, like, a band or an artist I loved was, like, an artist he worked with heavily. I'm like, the East Coast is so wild and so small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, I mentioned how I wanted to use, eventually, like, save up for a Mia. And he was like, oh, I have one that showed me. I'm like, that is beautiful. I really want one. And so he moved away to go back home for a bit. 
And when he came back, he texted me and he was like, I have a gift for you. I'm like, I can't wait to see you. And so it was the second pressing of taking back Sundays, uh, tell all your friends. I'm like, yo, this is amazing. And he's like, also, my mommy. Uh, and I was like, you're getting, uh, like, you're getting rid of your mommy. What wow. is this? And so I asked him, you know, name a price. I can't just take right. it. He was like, I don't know, like 350. I'm like, done. Wow. Done. Yeah. done. And so I, Bought his meal off of him, and it changed my work drastically. Wow. It's been like 2012, I think, since I've been using it, and mm. love it, love it so much. It was the Mamiya 645E, mm. so it's a newer version of Autumn's. I'm like, yes, I'm on my way to be a very serious <laughs> And then it became a thing where I like became it like became an extension of my arm. Like it was just like me, and then on right. my camera, <laughs> and then, and then uh, I she had. She kept breaking. Oh no! And it reached a point where I knew how long it would take for repairs, and I just I couldn't go without having a camera for uh, I think three or so months. And so I asked Rafael to help me find another Mamiya. Like if I get one, at least make one that's old school, can throw it at a wall, yeah, still works. Yeah. And now I have an M six four five, and that's my go to. And his name is Jameson, like the whiskey. <laughs> I love nice. it. I gotta start naming my cameras. <laughs> yeah, same, oh yeah, same. They, all, they all have they all have names, and it's like because I don't want children, so I'm like I'm just gonna name my cameras after my supposed to be yeah, children. Yeah, I love it. So yeah. So the Mimia <laughs> is it the six four five AFD or is it the just a regular? Just a regular yeah. six four five, like the yeah. And it, I thought it would have like a pull back, so I was like my. I need to have Polaroid yeah. back, but also that's just more like a, a like aesthetic thing, not like an actual, like, I need a Polaroid. So yeah. Yeah, it's totally, yeah. totally fine. But yeah, I love it so much. I think it's been two years since I've had this one and hasn't broken yet. I'm like, yay, I'm so good. I'm a great mom. <laughs> <But> <laughs> proud of myself. This is great. Oh but my God. Dude, yeah, Mamiya, love it. Mamiya kills it. They're, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm such like a... So good. I I almost bought it's so embarrassing. I almost bought like one of those Mamiya dad hats. <laughs> and it was like it, it was like $50 yes. or something. It was from the 80s and Why? I I was there like almost clicking buy it now on eBay. I was like, "Wait a second. What am I doing?" I I kind of stopped. So I'm going to if anybody has a Mamiya dad hat they don't want, hit me up. I I would definitely Mamiya, if you want to give us yeah, a dad hat. Yeah, yeah, for real. I'm just like like hardcore Mamiya. Like I I'm an RB67 guy. And I've been doing the, oh, yes. I've been shooting the twin lens a lot too, the C220s and 330s. I, they're just, oh my their glass is just amazing. Like it just, it's so good. It's so good. It's unreal. And it's, it's just, unreal. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. The reason, the reason oh. why I asked you was the, the FD is because that's what, when, when I went to photography school, that was the camera that was like part of our tuition. Oh my God. And it's funny because yes. like you guys are like, oh, Mamiya. And I was like, I, I, that was a, that was like my first, like, I mean, it was my first, like, medium format film camera. It was part of school. I ended up selling it, like, a, no. My one, reg- <sighs> if I could tell my, what was like, 24 year old self, like, keep your f- camera from photo school, you dummy. Oh my gosh. Oh. I know. I sold it you for like You should try to eight. find another one. You should try yeah. to find yourself one. I mean, I know they're not cheap these days. Yeah. But. It's so wild how expensive they are because, like, again, my friend, because I was the third owner of that camera because he used it, like, a handful of times and the original owner used it a handful of times. So I was the first actual owner. And for 350 that I bought that mm-hmm. camera, I'm like, you were telling me it's more than $300 on the internet. That's so, <laughs> that was so weird. But, again, people were like, digital forever. And I'm like, all the film shit is cheaper. I'm yeah. going to just grab it for yeah. real. I can. For real. <laughs> it's fine. We're fine. 
we're good. They do. <laughs> they 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 do last forever, though. I mean, yeah, you have some quirks and and some 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 you get a bad apple every once in a while but kind of like my mamiya i it's it was somebody else's then it was mm-hmm. mine and then i sold it and then it came back to mm-hmm. me and i have it again it's like that thing's Yay. been through a war i can't even imagine what it's and i swear <laughs> what it's seen yeah. i swear it will get buried with me like that is my ultimate camera so yeah don't ever if, if you're like i'm selling this i'd be like hold on i'm gonna get on a plane <laughs> i'm gonna come to philadelphia i'm gonna, we're no, gonna get I'm through not, this together like, i'm not i'm not selling that one it's not going anywhere I wouldn't dare. I just, I, you know, when you shoot a camera like that, like when you spend that much time with a camera and it kind of becomes an extension of you, like where it's like you don't even have to think about it anymore. Like I, I highly suggest that when you get into photography or if you're into it, just like use the same camera for find one that you're in love with and just use it. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. For everything. Because like it's. It's good to be like, because I'm so not a gearhead. I, and like, that used to be a thing I was like super duper self conscious about because I told a nerd, but I'm a nerd about the things I use. Yeah. I, yeah, don't, yeah. I don't care about the new, whatever. Right. So I'm just like, that's great. But also, I like my old little baby. Yeah. Like, she's great. This is, this is good. And I, I think I spent so much time trying to defend why one camera, not another. I'm like, cause it feels right. It feels yeah. good. I, what else do you want to know? Yeah. Like, it's, For real. It feels like what I'm seeing. Like, and that's, being translated and there's no need to go deeper than like it feels right yeah it feels good and i know it and it's it's also like you know i'm not a gearhead either i mean in 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 the sense of (laughs) no hold on let me explain let me explain (laughs) i mean i'm not like i couldn't tell you like every lens ever made that goes on it you know what i mean like i it's like you i know what i like sometimes i get bit by the bug of a certain camera and sometimes I don't like I the, the Mamiya's haven't really bit me back yet so I'm like okay stay over there like It'll you come. know It'll come. but uh, back, back to the, like what you said about like f- like find like the, the thing that makes you want to make work mm. you know I, when I got my Leica I said before on the show like I was in a place where I didn't really want to make work and then I had that in my hands and I was like let's go yeah. you yeah. know yeah. I've got to go now <laughs> like the fire is lit what, yeah, whether it's, it's a however much Leica or if it's like a hand-me-down Canon whatever whatever like if you feel good go run you know make yeah. make make That's the photos the mm-hmm. yep. exactly. damn straight yeah <laughs> just gotta remember that you know yeah I mean, look at for the longest time. I was we would have these this this show. You know, we we would be on here talking, and it's like, well, what's your desert island camera, Tim? Mm-hmm. And I would always be like, dude, my Canon FTB. It's mm-hmm. like such a nobody likes that camera, and it was like, <laughs> I love you. Just fall in love sometimes. You know yeah. what I mean? It's love just bites you. It doesn't matter. Yeah, love is blind. I'm trying to think of one <laughs> of those like funny sayings, but yeah. So Courtney, when you were saying you, you work in music, do, is it photography that you're doing or is it is it other stuff as well? Photography. Oh, cool. Yeah. I wish I could do literally anything else, but I only know yeah. photography. <laughs> and like being a total music nerd, that that's my only yeah. my only two tricks. That's great. <laughs> I mean, no, oh, because I'm glad that you're doing what you love in what you love. I mean, that's like the dream, you know? Yeah. That's what my mentor, because he, he's like, oh, wait, I thought you were just a fan of music. I didn't realize you actually like photograph musicians. I'm like, oh, no, yeah. All the yeah. I'm a big fangirl and also I sometimes get paid to photograph that's amazing. the artists. Like, that's that's the thing. He just always assumed that. It was it's so hilarious how looking back, it's like, well, I did not really say what I did outside of school. So, fair of you to think that I only loved just music <laughs> and not like actually my entire life revolves around 
being in someone's space. Like, yeah. here we go. Yeah. It's a, I just feel like those two go so, you know, hand in hand together, music and photography. Yeah. I mean, they're, what a, oh, yeah. what a they, beautiful couple. I think they pay off one another. Yeah. I think that's, to me, it's a perfect couple. My, mm-hmm. like, my favorite thing to photograph, like being in the studio with a musician is like, I could do Dude, that, that all is, day, that all day, so all fun. day, yeah. all day. It's like, I know nothing of what you're saying. Like, I don't get anything you're saying, but just the idea of like watching artists yeah. obsess over a thing, like any artist, a writer, whatever. I love watching you come up with an idea and like being trusted to be in that private, personal Dude, space. It's yeah. so intimate. Yeah. yeah. Like you're in the studio, you're hearing things. You're like, oh wow, that's how a take is. Okay. Oh, you hated that. I <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right, like, right. It's that whole thing of like watching a thing go from like a hum to an actual melody to an actual yeah. song mm-hmm. to actual beat. It's like watching that process for someone who like loves knowing why and how things are made and to be trusted in that mm-hmm. private space it's just like wow that is beautiful thank you yeah that's Damn. the that's the other part of it like being like when somebody trusts you to like capture the, all that is like such an yeah. honor i miss it yeah i'm forever just like me of all people you want me in there okay yeah. <laughs> i'm I'll, I'll do what I can, but also like, ah, it's the best. <laughs> so yeah. It's so great. cool. It's amazing. Uh, <sighs> why did I move from Nashville? It was just, yeah. <laughs> Listen, there's music in Nashville. Like there's artists, there's Paramore. They're oh, probably yeah. not doing anything for a hot second, but there's Paramore. Um, I think Tara Swift sometimes goes up to Nashville. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I'm probably lying, but I would love to work with her. But no, it was just while, while I was living there, it, I mean, everybody is a musician or an artist or mm-hmm. something that lives there. And, and just the, even going for non-paid gigs, like just going to the studio to hang out and to document it for my pleasure and, mm-hmm. and to make something that I did a little behind the scenes of this band that was there and you know we did a little video and I ended up getting like a pressing of the record like a test pressing I felt so like I was just like wow I was a part of this you know what I mean like yeah 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 it's so sick wild I'd love this shit so much (laughs) (laughs) much. oh my god it is it is for real I'm so hyped right now so good We'll be right back with a listener question for Courtney right after this message from our sponsor. Support for Analog Talk comes from Polaroid. Use the promo code ANALOGTALK10 on your first purchase on film at Polaroid.com. Just wanted to pop in here quick and let you guys know about our Develop and Hang Nights that we're doing. Now, this is a Patreon-only exclusive, so we've done a bunch already. They're a ton of fun. And just so you know, it is the best way to help support the shows by joining our Patreon. So just head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. Thanks, guys. All right, guys, this is a part of the show where we break off and take a question from one of our listeners. And this week's question comes from Raphael at 2071photo. And he would like to know, I'm heavily inspired by your use of photography as a personal diary. Could you elaborate on how you got started with that part of your work and your inspirations? Beautiful, beautiful question. Raphael, great question. We'll probably cry later <laughs> when I, like, log off. That's so beautiful. Um, honestly, to be, like, completely honest, I just, that's just how I've always made photos. It was always a thing that I did, even as a young, young kid, take my mom's Polaroid camera, making all the photos of our pet chickens and her being so annoyed that I'm wasting film on, like, our animals <laughs> and not, like, things that mattered. Or, yeah. So, it's just always a, a extension of my actual written diary. Mm. And... It was always a thing I never saw as art, like capital A art. It was just like a thing I did outside of school. Uh. And I think it was my thesis, like proposal semester year, like the the year or the semester before 
actually the defense of your undergrad thesis at PNCA. I was editing photos of my family and um, I think it was probably the semester before, but it was like in that time frame. I was editing photos of my family, my time back at home and a classmate I'm still friends with, he like looked over my shoulder and was like, why aren't you showing mm-hmm. this in crit spaces? And I was like, because it's my dad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, actually, it's, it's just my dad goofing off. It's nothing, you know, nothing serious. And it was like, something like hearing him, like, you know, like question, like, why? I was like, what do you want to know? And he just said, like, well, if you keep making photographs and showing photographs you don't care about, you're going to get very good at making photographs you don't care about. And so if you bring wow. up things you actually mm-hmm. really want to, you know, make and stuff, we can like help you, you know, find the language for it. It's just things like that because that's what a career space is for. And so I was like, Okay, duly noted, but also I'm skeptical of like bringing personal, like me work into right. um, these spaces. And so it reached a place where I really did, I was so tired of making separate work from like my actual work work because the whole like, thinking of like our assignment is, I don't know, light and day or whatever. And like having to think of like, all right, literal is versus it being like, well, I'm making this and this is a going ongoing series. Let's go with it. And so living in that truth and like walking to thesis here with like making work with my family, my friends, it became a thing where totally terrified of like having my literal naked body Mm, on the wall mm -hmm. like talking about, you know, what that meant, like what all this is and like looking at myself as like the sitter and also the artist and all that was scary. But also 10 plus years later, I'm able to kind of like defend that body of work and go, it's because of the fact that as a black queer woman, there's little agency I have over myself because of what society has and will always continue to do. And so why not kind of like make a record, a living document of like my day to day instead of like waiting for someone else mm. to like do it and go like, there I am representation. Mm. I'm my own representation where it's like, I have to give myself the freedom to like feel all the things and like document all the things and like own all that. And I totally owe it up to my friend who like put it in the classroom. It's like, no, why would I do that? Like, I don't know. That's, Absolutely, mm. absolutely not. Yeah. But it became a thing where I love, I mean, I, I do write, but something with photography where it's like, to me, it's always just been like, I love knowing why a photographer or who a photographer is outside of like their body of work. And if your life is actually your mm. body of work, I want to know more mm. about that because we all have a great story to tell. And I just want to know, like, tell me more about yeah. you. And um, I think I it was me. I feel so bad because I also give Raphael so much shit about everything, but <laughs> Early on in our actual, like, you know, friendship, friendship, I remember saying, like, you make great photographs. Like, you're such a great technical photographer. Stop taking pretty pictures. Mm. Stop it. Like, let go of, like, the technical side of it and just do what feels right. And I think he, like, of course got offended because who would But then, like, leaned into the whole, like, this photo, like, technically not good. Like, totally motion blur, grainy, underexposed, whatever. But this is what I felt like in that moment. And like, thanks to you doing that, I'm like, oh, I was being an ass. I I didn't realize (laughs) (laughs) you took it to heart. But it's a lot of like uh, me. Yeah, I learned the technical shit of photography, but then also took all that and just went with like what felt right. And like, I still go with like, you know, what feels right. And we'll always go with what feels right because there'll always be someone who like, 
can totally do the whole like perfect print, mm-hmm. perfect whatever, perfect exposure, but like what does it mean? And for me, it's always been like my daily life is will forever inspire me because it's forever changing. And yeah, that was like a very long-winded question of, or answer to like the question. But my, yeah, my daily life is my art. And I think that's why it's hard to like call it art because I never felt like it was mm. like museum worthy mm-hmm. of like being in galleries. But then when I discovered Carry Me Wings and Latoya Ruby Frazier who were like documenting their family and they were and also like Lauren Dukoff like who photographed her friends and like ended up making a book which I have the poster for since you know when I met her but it's a whole thing of like looking around them going like these are my friends this is my family like I they mean something to me that's enough like I don't need an art buyer it's like you know find value in like a thing that I you know think is good and so finding those artists very early on kind of gave me the freedom to really go even if no one else thinks this is capital A art, to me it is. And like, no need to like, but here's, no, mm. it's just, it means a lot to me. That's all that matters. If you love it, sick. If not, one day you probably will come around. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like my long answer to. I, I, I like, I really love uh, that answer. And I love that what you said about representation. I was like, <sighs> It's you're going to inspire somebody else to do the same thing to like, you know, like, I just think that's so wonderful that then and thank you for for that, because like, thank you. It's so important. And I think, like I said, you're going to inspire somebody else and it's just going to continue to grow. And I just think that's wonderful. So, thank you. Yeah. What a deep answer. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's it was good. Great. It's good. It was such and a I, good answer. I, you know, we've had other guests who like document their family and stuff. And it's just something that I never really think to think to do. Now my parents are getting older and I'm like, man, I, I had started this when I picked up a camera when I was 16. You know, I would have just had. It also started as a way of like, I didn't have photos to hang in my apartment of like my family. I'm like, I should just make my own pictures. Yeah. And then it grew to being like more of a thing. But yeah, so seeing like family photos as like, Art. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me this no this is not hard but yeah it's uh, also our parents aren't gonna live forever right. and i would love to have photos of them in our everyday lives not just like you know christmas right and birthdays right right and stuff like because of course like we all want those photos but i feel like it's the everyday mundane things that don't get celebrated as much and i i personally find so much beauty and just that right like that to me and also the history of all of it it's just I can go on forever about yeah. <laughs> that, like that aspect of like my work and what that is and what it means. Are you going to put it any, any, any more books, any zines? Oh gosh. Yes. I have so many in uh process in my head. Yeah. I know it'll be coming up on the 10 year anniversary of when I started my photo booth series in a couple of years. So I feel like. Yes. Your year, photo I'm book like, series. Oh God. That's so the, that's probably like, cause I loathe the idea of like pandemic or because it really cheapens like what yeah. this entire experience has been for all of us. But there's also no other way to properly describe like before March, 2020 yeah. and like current. But um, so true. for once a month, or at least once a month, since twenty the end of 2013, I visit a uh, film photo booth and take a little snapshot of myself. And the first year was just a total documentation of like my first year post-grad. Mm. So, like I'm in the real world, 24, here I am. And then that grew into like a, another year and then like grew into like another year. And now we're at like a year, I think eight or so, but the pandemic happened. And thankfully I took my like last photo strip and I thought, okay, we're in lockdown for like end of yeah, April. Yeah, two top. weeks. I can, yeah. totally, I can like sneak in, like cha-cha, like get a strip done. <laughs> yeah. 
and it became so like rapidly we realized oh no we're here for the yeah. long haul like, oh wait but i'm not ready for this project to be over like, that's not how i wanted to end and so a friend of mine carly texted me and was like i know this is like not ideal but like have you ever thought of like making your own photo booth just like doing that and i'm like honestly yeah i just didn't know how to you know what to mm. do where to start like how to whatever and so between carly and my friend steph it was just a matter of like bouncing off ideas of how to like make this long body of work and make it go deeper than just like photo strips Ugh. and um it became a thing where all right my partner made a backdrop that uh resembled my favorite backdrop which is uh the only color photo booth uh in town and it's a red backdrop and she did that i'm like all right 35 we're doing a thing here we are and then fast forward a year i use polaroids now as my like camera and um it's been a full year of just like pandemic yeah (laughs) but like having having my own photo booth has been like the thing where the one thing i thought i will miss the most you know because of all this i currently have my living room so it's just like yeah i miss public boots but having that private confession Mm -hmm. in my in my home is another thing so i feel like for the 10th anniversary of me Hopping in the booth in a couple of years, I'll like release a book. Probably self-funded, unless someone wants to give me a lot of money to like do it. But very much. Oh yeah, that's that, going to be so but, good, and it'll yeah. be interesting to see. Like, oh, this is the pandemic year. Like, keep going, flip it. You see the, the actual like, yeah, you're like, wow, I see the change. Like, what happened? Because the last year has been such a so weird, mm-hmm. but also helped me kind of like push that you know body of work a little more than what I was doing. Yeah. So now I have like the freedom to really walk into my own room and like do a thing and not like all right i'm going to a bar but i can't like wear this in the bar so i must yeah. wear all these layers and then take <laughs> off the layers in the booth so it's a lot of like the performance aspect of like walking through a space and you know doing that it doesn't exist anymore but also like it adds another layer to like the history of the photo booth like why the booth and and good, good for you oh, for not so for not cool. letting for not letting yeah. it go because you could have yeah. easily just been like well pa- here we are yeah pause yeah it's i'm so thankful I had like friends who like stepped in and were like, What did you want it? I'm like, Oh my god, yes, thank you for saying what I've been thinking yeah. because I needed someone else to like say for me to go, like, that's exactly what yeah, yeah, yeah. I should be doing. And a year later, love it. So I see myself doing that forever. Amazing. <laughs> forever. It's amazing yeah. how things like that happen. Like, yeah. Wow. And then yeah, but do you think of that book like you say forever, like, you know, when you're in your whatever the decades, yeah. yeah. Like the whole like every ten years is a new, you know, decade book of like my thirties or yeah. whatever, because like looking back at twenty four year old me, it's just such a whoa, what a person. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, old, yeah, yeah. You were yeah. You were so far in the closet, but like the photo booth helped you <laughs> come out and here we are. That's oh, awesome. But, yeah. Oh, damn. Okay, we got more questions. More questions. <laughs> uh, yes. There's more. Oh my yeah. god. So this is the... <laughs> oh yeah. No, I, no, I love. I thought this was Raphael. I'm a gay. I have one person <laughs> sending me questions. Well, <laughs> oh, well, this is this is the two part camera question that we ask at the end of every show. Sweet. But you okay. did get more than Raphael. You did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Thanks, guys. All right. So part one of the two-part question is the Desert Island camera, the one you can't live without. It's your ride or die. There can only be one. (laughs) What is it and why? Uh, I wish she never broke, but I would say Autumn, my Mamiya 645E. Mm. It's been two and be three of the like hardest years not using Mm. it. But when she was in good working health, go-to camera because somehow even like in my most like drunkest state of like oh, i don't <laughs> yeah. know what i'm doing i was able to like get that focus and like have it like ready to go um 
Why? Because I think it's just the camera I've had the long. I mean, not the longest, but the one I've used consecutively mm-hmm. the longest, yeah. and the one that just makes the most sense. And Jameson's great. Like I love <laughs> the M six four five so good, but something about like that camera because it feels like home. It was like the first time I used a camera that felt like it represent represented mm-hmm. me in like the most like ample perfect way yeah yeah wow good good answer (laughs) yay now we have the second part (laughs) yeah part two and and you kind of answered this a little bit ago but we'll we'll throw it out there as well it's the white whale camera is there anything that you've kind of had your eye on that you've always wanted to shoot that you just haven't had a chance to i'm slowly like i'm going way back to like my first uh i think it was maybe a digital class. I don't know what it was. Or maybe it was a lighting class in undergrad. And we used, an, I think, an RB, I think 6-7, an RB and RZ. And I was like, I'm not a studio photographer. I don't, I see the appeal, but like me as a person, I don't, mm. I don't need it. But now I'm just thinking like, but I do want that bigger negative. Mm. I do want to make those bigger prints. And I'm like, darn it, I'm that person. Yeah. Like, I can't <laughs> believe I was so like, I don't need this. I don't want it. It's like, but you want to print larger. (laughs) And here you go. You're like, oh no, here it is. But that's probably, uh, if I were to, you know, go larger, it would be like a six, seven. Mm, Nice. Simply. But also I'm trying to like think of like, how would I use it the way I use it? Because I'm such a, don't you tripod? Hold my yeah, hands, yeah. And hold my breath, and I do it. So it's like you can't do that with the six, seven. Like I mean, you can, but like I've gotten old enough, and I'm less stubborn that I, <laughs> I can hold my breath all I want. But like there's yeah. all that coffee, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's huh, I'm no longer 24. I can't pretend that you know <laughs> right. I'm okay with this motion blur. No, you're yeah. not, honey. You're so, you're so. Not oh, I meant to do that. Okay that was on it. purpose. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was totally yeah, on purpose. Okay. Like, is it really though? I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. Like, stop asking questions. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> don't question me. Well, both outstanding answers. Yes. Yeah. Yay. And Courtney, this was uh, phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for for joining us. Thanks for having me. This was so yeah, fun. Yeah, we've had a blast. Where can everybody check you out? Where can they see all your awesome work? On the interwebs, uh, <laughs> there's CourtneyColes.com for like professional. Mm-hmm. I spent way too much time on it, but I'm proud of it. <laughs> uh, portfolio. There's Instagram for my mini version of what you can possibly see on my Patreon. Um, and there's also Twitter for all my shit posts <laughs> and terrible takes on nothing important. <laughs> and all these, all three of the above are uh, at Curdy Flakes, which is an old nickname from when I was 15. Nice. Still going strong. Uh, going strong. I'm 31. And so like that's, that's years on it. And I wish I kept Courtney Coles, but you know, Curdy Flakes will work. <laughs> Curdy Flakes will work. I'm just very happy I didn't do CurdyFlakes.com as a young age because, like, that would have been embarrassing to, like, guess my website is CurdyFlakes.com. <laughs> no, I'm very happy that my teachers were like, if you guys get a website, let it be your actual name and not like your MySpace they name. They all I'm said like, that too. And, my, huh. and, and that was like the one thing they drove home in photo school was like, don't use your dumb handle like use your name and i was like but i'm, I'm like, but i i'm crispy crispy photo and they're like no you're not like stop <laughs> no, no, and so you're like not. looking back i'm like good job baby corks also i like forgot a website because i thought everybody in art school had a website because like art mm-hmm. school is serious and i get there and it was just me and i was like you're telling me no one else had a website <laughs> 
And so I had one for, I think, three years until we all like have the professional practices class, whatever. And I already had my website, I already had my resume, CV. I'm like, oh, here's a working document I've been working on for like the last four years. It's like, thought we all yeah. should have one, but like, whatever, forever, I can help you guys build the yours <laughs> if you want. <laughs> it's, everything's okay. But yeah, so thank God I did not get crazy like stock on embarrassing. Awesome. Yeah. Timothy, where are you? <laughs> Guys, you can head over to Instagram. It's at Timothy Makeups. I also make some photography-related YouTube videos. Just search Timothy Makeups. Easiest way to find it. Uh, Chris, where are you? So I am Chris B. Photo on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We are Analog Talk Pod on Twitter, Analog Talk Podcast on Instagram, and we have a Facebook page and a group. You can join, and that's it. That's all of it. That's it. Yay! Thank you, Courtney. (laughs) Thanks, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. All right. First off, Kristen, I would like to thank Courtney for coming on the show. Man, what a breath of fresh air this episode was. Super inspiring. Such a good time. It was great getting to chat with you, hear your story, and just, you know, fill up on the old inspiration. You know, Chris and I want to thank you, and it was just such a great time getting to meet you. Thanks, Courtney. Guys, that's going to take us to Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash analog talk for only a buck. You can get the show two days early, so that's every Monday. Episodes usually up by 7 a.m. We also have a bunch of other perks over there. Our develop and hang nights. We're going to be doing solo shows, just like special events and, and all kinds of stuff. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, head over to Patreon and check it out. Also, it is the best way to help support the show. And for the patrons that already helped support the show, thank you guys so much. We appreciate every single one of you. Thanks, guys. Again, that's patreon.com slash analog talk. That's going to be it for this week. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you're staying safe. And I hope you're making photos. So we will see you next week, guys, with an all-new episode. Later. <laughs>